Hi, I'm Quentin D'Souza, and you're listening to Get Real Wealthy. Create wealth, freedom, and security through real estate investing. Make sure to check out GetRealWealthy.com. All right, let's talk about seller financing. Now, seller financing is one of those great tools that you can use in your, in your toolbox that are great to, to give you some financing when you need it. It's a creative financing tool. Not everybody understands it or knows about it. So it's your job as a real estate investor to help to explain that to other people. So one of the things that first you have to understand what seller financing is. Well, oftentimes when you're going to buy a property, whether it's a single family home or an apartment building, the owner may have already paid off that property. And um, when they've paid off that property, they don't have a mortgage on that property, but you need a mortgage on the property. So what do you do? Well, you can ask the owner of the property to carry back a mortgage for you. They can get paid a specific interest rate and you know you both can be happy. So sometimes what we've done is uh, we bought like um, apartment buildings for 75%. The owner had already paid off the apartment building. And I gotta say this works much better with investors than it does with homeowners directly because homeowners don't really have to pay uh, tax, especially in Canada on their primary residence. But if you have an investment property, when you sell that property, you have to pay tax on it. And that capital gain tax is due as soon as you sell it. But if you carry back a mortgage on the property, that mortgage amount, you don't have to pay tax on until you actually, the, the full mortgage comes due. So it's a way or a benefit for, for those persons who are holding that mortgage to delay paying their capital gains. It's a great strategy for them. If you can explain that to them, it's a benefit. That's what you want to do. So from a creative financing uh, perspective, we bought a 12 unit building, 75% loan to value. We paid 5% interest only to the seller. And we did that for a three year term because in those three years, they were able to plan the, the I believe they were getting like 1.3 or 1.4 million from the vendor take back. So they were able to plan what to do with those funds and how they're going to deal with the capital gain. So they had three years to be able to do that. In that three years, we were paying them 5% so they were getting you know quite a bit I, I can't remember off the top of my head what, what that looks like but it's probably let's say like six or seven thousand dollars per month and on an asset that they they know that they can take back anytime because they've owned it for you know 10 or 20 years so it's an easy strategy to, to explain to them to use a lot of investors already understand vendor take backs and so it's easy for for them to to implement and all it is is it's one clause in your purchase and sale agreement that's all it is and a lawyer will help you to to be able to do that put put it in there and be able to to facilitate the whole process the only way for you to get seller financing on anything is you have to ask for it nobody's going to give it to you unless you ask you have to ask the owner and say hey listen i would like to get um can i'll pay a little bit more for this property if you will sell or finance it and you know at whatever it is three percent interest only or four percent interest only it's up to you to negotiate with them you can get better terms than you get at the, at the bank because you'll you'll be able to to pay them directly on an asset they understand 
If you're dealing with a realtor and you're not going directly to the owner, your, your job as an investor is to educate the realtor. Hopefully you have a realtor that understands vendor takebacks because not all of them do. A lot of them just deal with residential properties and they, they don't understand that the seller financing piece. So you're going to have to educate them on how to use this creative financing tool because for them, they're still getting paid as a realtor. It just helps to close the deal. So that's something that you can do. Well, well, where do you find this if you can't go to uh, an owner and talk to them directly? Well, sometimes you'll find uh, seller financing on MLS listings. So one of the things you could do is you could have your realtor send you any listings that has seller financing in there. Usually those are on apartment buildings. You, you, I don't think I've ever seen them on, um, on uh, single family homes, but sometimes what you'll see is a seller financing for a 10 or 15% vendor take back. Meaning what they would do is they, they would expect you to get a first mortgage with a bank and you get a vendor take back second mortgage and that way you, instead of let's say you know you have a 75% loan to value first with the bank you may get a 10 or 15% second mortgage vendor take back so you're only bringing 10% down to be able to purchase the property that's a great great strategy the owner gets a little bit of uh, of money maybe they they get like a 10% second mortgage and they'll make a little bit of extra money so as long as the numbers work on the deal that's the most important part for you as the investor. You need to be able to run the numbers, make sure that a second mortgage or a first mortgage at 5% interest only or a second mortgage at 10% interest only makes sense for you on your numbers. Are you still gonna cash flow at the end of the month? That's the key. And, and find out what's going on with the owner. Is the owner looking to retire? This is the best one when it comes to vendor uh, seller financing or vendor financing. What happens is let's say you have an older, and this is happening all the time with apartment buildings right now, because you have the old owner that's owned it for 20 years. It could be like, a, like an old Italian couple, uh, could be an old German couple, could be, you know, and they're, they want to sell the property and they want to sell it directly to, to somebody who's going to continue to own it. But what are they going to do with the money? Because they're, you know, they, they don't have anything to invest in right now. So the way that, that you position it to them is, look, you can continue to get cash flow from this property for the next three years at, you know, 5% interest only. And then you can take the time over the three years to figure out what you're going to invest in afterwards. So for them, it's, it, it makes sense because they understand the asset. They're getting a cash flow every month. It's an income, an interest income that they're getting. And then they can, they can use that. So find out what the owner is going to do if they're going to retire. And I found I've done this quite a few times for, from vendor financing on apartment buildings because that's what they understand is apartment buildings. So it makes sense. Another way you, you could use um, seller financing is through private sales. So you maybe you're, you're, you know, you're talking to a person directly through a private sale. You explain to them how this works and perhaps you're going to do uh, vendor financing in order to flip a property. So like, you, you know, they have uh, very little mortgage on the property, but they, you know, they haven't found a place to live yet. Maybe they're going to live in the basement. You're going to renovate it. Maybe they're just going to, you know, move out. They want to do some seller financing, make a couple dollars until they 
find something, you, you could do uh, you know, a seller carry back or a you know, vendor take back like that. And, and you notice that I'm using different terms. They all mean the same thing. They all mean sell, seller financing. Lastly, rental properties and buildings are the, like that's the key to find seller financing. It is a creative term. As you become more uh, interested in investing in real estate, you'll notice that you know, uh, seller financing and creative financing really can boost your ROI and boost your returns. We do it in different ways on different apartment buildings that we purchase in order to ensure that our, our investors get the returns that we, we want to ensure that they get. And um, you know it's a great tool for any investor to use. So I, I hope you got a little bit of knowledge on seller financing and why it's important. And uh, I hope you implement that in your strategies in the future. If you're interested in learning what I do, you can reach out to me at quintindesouza.com. You can check it out in our description below uh, or in the description in the video and podcast. And uh, we'll see you on the next episode. Have a good one, everyone. Make sure to check out getrealwealthy.com. Until next time, I'm Quentin D'Souza. Get out there and take action. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for information purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to getrealwealthy.com.